Welcome one, welcome all. Welcome to the Bricks in the Wall, the show that is trying to empower you, the individual, to take down that metaphorical wall that's keeping us from the truth. And today I got another special guest for y'all. Somebody I met in cyberspace that's an awesome guy, you know, is another truther, a comrade I've never met in person, yet I know and understand inside of myself. We humans are here on earth to serve and help one another. One of the main goals is to raise consciousness. And there are many ways to do this. You can focus the mind, do deep breath work, sun gaze, meditate, you can pray, you can do athletics, you can work out, run, have sex, music. There's many, many different ways to, to raise your consciousness. But to me, one of the most important and one of the most powerful ones is through art to create something. And that's the most powerful alchemical, alchemical secret of all. When you start, when you harness the mind, when you harness the clay and the body, and you turn it into literal gold, you internalize information and data and your, and your emotions and your, and your feelings, and you create something out of nothing. This is the, the, the alchemical secrets that they've all been trying to figure out. How do you turn nothing into gold? And that's basically it, in my opinion, is to make and create art. So today we have a really interesting guy. I met him on Instagram. He, he is known as Truth Arts Project. How are you doing? What can we call you? You can call me Arturo. Arturo. How are you? Yeah, how are you doing, brother? I'm well, thank you. Thank you for uh, having me on your show. No problem. That's what, that's what I... I saw you, brother, and you started following me, and like we were talking a little bit earlier, you said that you like the stuff that I put out, and you know, I'm just trying to put out that message of freedom and truth. And um, so tell me... When did you first start waking up, or when did you realize the world wasn't exactly what you thought it was? Wow. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a very good question. I think uh, from an early age, uh, I basically um, had a lot of questions about uh, how, how things were, you know, how, how just simple things in life, you know, for example... Um, being at an early age, you know, you, you know, coming from a family that was, you know, uh, blue collar, hard work, and um, knowing that, you know, everything at an early age, you know, was something was different, you know. Like, for example, you had to, uh, as a youngster, knowing that you have to pay for, like, the smallest things like electricity or, right. or things that you would take for granted as free, you know. Yeah. Um, and then later on, um, just always being told the same thing by, by your teachers, like in history class, you know, about how wars were, you know, we're always the good guys and, and there's, a, there's always the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And we are always the good guys, you know. And uh, just like years of just having been taught in this educational system and at the same time, you, you know, I felt like, you know, just something in my back of my mind, you know, like when you, you know, when someone tells you something over and over and over again, yeah, you know, like something doesn't, something doesn't click here, right? So, so, so you were always like, you always question, felt question. like you weren't be, being told the truth somehow. You felt it, you knew it somehow. You know, yeah, and and I think um, at an early age, I just felt like something wasn't right about what I was seeing, my reality, you know, the reality that we live in, and what was being told to us, taught to us by. Older, you know, by teachers, by, you know, the way things were portrayed on television. I always knew something wasn't 
jiving, you know. Uh, I didn't know what it was. You know, I, I couldn't put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, it was the answer started to make sense through because of that curiosity. I, I decided to, you know, chase that you know little rabbit hole without even realizing it, you know, um, like we all do, I think. Uh, we all get to that point where, you know, that little voice in the back of your head saying, man, there's something, there's something doesn't seem right, you know? Yeah. Something doesn't seem right. And you either you listen to that voice and start being more open-minded and listening to people t- tell things to you and, you know, just and start allowing yourself to, like you were saying earlier about your consciousness, allow it to grow and, and, and to start making those in your mind and then things slowly add up then one day 9-11 happens you know one day um you know we go to war for something that's crazy you know then one day all this happens and then everything starts to make sense you know and uh i think it's just a process of collecting all these these uh events and these stories that's been told to us and then making sense of it. And now we see it and it's, yeah, <laughs> man, everything like you're saying, um, what I'm feeling, this is exactly, it just came to me that way. So you're saying uh, it was 9-11, one of the events that really got you to start digging and researching? Yeah, I think 9-11 was the, uh, for me, it was like the icing on the cake. Right. Because as soon as it happened, you know, I, um, I mean, I, just the way it happened and the way that it was carried out, um, man, it just didn't seem right. Mm-hmm. You know, it just didn't seem right. Um, and how, you know, the very next, like the very, uh, I don't know where you guys were at the time, but a few days later, President Bush said, um, yeah, let's just keep the economy going. Um, people just go out and shop. Right, you yeah, know? yeah. And I'm like, what the heck is he saying? Uh, and then the whole thing with the terrorism thing just started to get kicked in. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was just kicked in. And uh, I remember, was it before or after, um, there was this whole anthrax scare. And I think it was Tom Bridge, who was the uh, the, uh, the the director of some, some agency. He said, yeah, you know, uh, you guys got to be careful. We might be attacked with the, with this anthrax. So, what's your advice? And he said, uh, "Oh, just get duct tape, and, uh, and and fill your house up with duct tape and plastic." Wow. <laughs> like, what the heck is this guy talking about? Uh-huh. You know, like stuff like that. You know, little by little, you you, you know, it, it's just not jiving. This there's so much disinformation that's being put out there by these elected leaders and people who we, we're supposed to look up to. Right, right. And, and it's now I'm, like, really kicking it now. I'm, like, really moving forward. Like, this this is it. You know, this is, it might turn out something big. And then, yeah, so, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. That, that's exactly how I feel. I think a lot of truthers, they're empaths, whether they don't, whether they know it or not. And empaths, they don't just listen. I had just recently posted something about this. Um, it, it said something along the lines that empath. Let me pull it up real quick. 
um, because yeah. I feel empaths, they're, they are not only listening to what people are saying, but they're listening at the little things that, that let, me, let me read what I, what I posted. Here it goes. It goes, em- empaths be like, I don't just listen to your words. I listen to the, your use of words, your tone, your body movements, your eyes, mm. your subtle face expressions. I interpret your silences. I hear everything you don't say. And I think empaths are like that. For like example, just like you, whenever I would watch Bush or these politicians go on TV and say the things that they do, I would be like, wait, this does not make sense. It's not, I can tell you're lying. How I'm reading yeah. you right now, you are not being an honest person. And like, like that, right, it was yeah. a accumulation right. of these type of events and, and catching these people in these lies that I was like, wait, wait, all of these people seem to have lies. Like they're always perpetrating lies. Why? What's really going on? And then once you do the research, you find out, yeah, these people are all full of shit. They're just appearing away on TV, but behind that, they, they, they're wearing masks. It's just all a, a facade. You know, um, and, and the thing is, it's, it's, it's not the thing that really, really it just makes me um, just, man, so it just makes me really upset is that, you know, you have all this stuff in front of you. And it's like they, they, they put it out there to you. And the lies are just right in front of you. They'll just tell you. Like, uh, you know, it's, just, it's so hard to, to convince my friends, you know, like, hey, you know, like, for example, this, this, this pandemic, you know, it's just, guys, you know, how, this is such a BS, you know. And he's not, it's just so uh, frustrating, you know. Um, as a visual person, um, that's why I, I get frustrated. I, I, I respond through my art as a way to channel the energy that I, I get from the negative energy that I feed from, from the lies, from the politicians, from all the negative things they do but get away with because, you know, people embrace and love these people. I, I, for the life of me, I'm thinking, why can't you see the lies, the contradictions they make mm-hmm. um, telling you Hey, you know, you shouldn't own a car because it's polluting the world, or you shouldn't have. You know, there's going to be um, you know, global warming, and the sea rises are going to uh, rise. But then, you know, they get to own these uh, million-dollar mansions and yachts um, and, and fly planes. Exactly right. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just the hypocrisy, and and you guys can't see that. Right. I mean, come on, come on. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think, Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, exactly. No, totally. No, I think it's definitely, it's, I think people, most people are in a trance and they don't know it. It's kind of like the whole zombie thing that they came out with. It's kind of like a metaphor for people. People are just blindly eating, consuming things without really thinking of why. Just blindly consuming and consuming and they don't analyze what's really going on. And and everything that they're consuming, it's propaganda, it's media, it's... uh, materialism it's empty things that don't really fulfill you and they slowly they start poisoning your soul and and disconnecting you from source and from yourself and from your community and after a while like people are just left in this kind of daze where they don't really like you said they they can't see the contradictions they can't see all the things that are are being put in front of them that are are lies and, and spells and propaganda and they just gobble it gobble it up like like zombies and um so let me ask you this. So 
Because the reason I wanted to have you on because you're an artist, and, and I, I, I the, a lot of the art that you post on your Instagram. Can, can you please first tell us your Instagram so people can go check it out? Sure, but, uh, my Instagram site is Truth Arts Project. Yeah, Truth uh, Arts Project, all one word. Yeah. And yeah, and, you uh, have some pretty cool, cool, cool art. You know, like once I once you followed me, like, I went to go snoop around your your site, and I was checking all the art that you have, and it's like. It has its own style, and it's very, just by looking at it, like the first one you had, it, it has something about Luciferase, and it's like a skull, and you have a checkerboard pattern at the bottom, and I can already tell it's full of symbolism, like you understand what's really going on, and you, you've done your research, and you understand the symbolic language, and it's beautiful because you've internalized it, and you've understood it, and understand it, and now you're creating art to kind of like help people see what's really going on in an artistic way. Were you always uh, yeah. somebody who was into art? You know, um, I was the type of person that uh, was, like I said earlier, I was, I was a visual person. Um, things I see, I try to process and make um, meaning of. And, um, and then that was how I thought I could communicate. Um, that was my strength, communicating through uh, drawing, expressing on paper. Um, I think a lot of us, you know, we can express, like you said earlier in your comments, you know, through, you know, poetry, music, and my medium was uh, visual arts. Um, and I help channel that now uh, more than ever by uh, you know, sometimes uh, I listen to podcasts, I, I, I try to try to get inspiration. And I think Instagram is a great place to, to find like-minded people to um, help you move along in your creative journey. And um, I think uh, as being a visual artist, uh, all my life, I felt that um, this is my true passion uh, to finally to just let it go and and to speak the truth, speak the truth, and help people awaken them. Right. So, like so since you were a kid, you were always like you always knew you were going to be some type of artist, or you were always really deep into drawing. Yeah, um, I was deep into um, wanting to be an artist, but not really knowing how I was going to able to. Uh, you know, make a living being an artist. I think that was the struggle mm -hmm. uh, and the journey and the awakening for me uh, as artists, as creative people, creatives like who are trying to balance, you know, life, trying to trying to make, you know, trying to live life based on what we are taught and told how life should, what we should follow. You know, at the same time, having that that drive to to uh, I, I want to do my thing, and I want to express my art, and at the same time, it may not be art that might be acceptable by the public or, or uh, you know, con consumed. And, and I was fine because I wasn't into that kind of art. Um, but uh, but I think what helped a lot was knowing that the 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 the, the things that I saw that we see, the injustice that we see, it just drives us um, to to be creative in our creative way to just put it out here. And, and, you know, the past two years, you know, going on, I mean, it's just, it was feel to us creative types. So, um, yeah, I've always been uh, making art, but now with more of a drive, more of a, a vision to, to just, like you said, research what I'm going to talk about visually and then express it. Yeah, I think it's beautiful because you found your voice. Like, 
of course you're an artist, but you figured out what you really want to express, which is the truth. And I think that's beautiful. Now, um, I think another thing you were saying is that you knew what you wanted to do. And I think it's very sad that lots of people know what they want to do and, and, and they, they have a passion and a dream. But sadly, we live in a world where we have to make money. And like you were saying earlier, we, we're the only species in the world that has to pay to live. Like, that, that, how ridiculous is that? Animals, yeah, animals live for free. Yeah. So, and, and like you were saying, imagine like how many people out there who could have been like professional singers or professional athletes or, or really done something amazing, but because they have to work and pay the bills and like they're caught in the struggle yeah. of just living the basic life, they don't go after it. And I think it's beautiful that you always did that. So when, while you were growing up, um, you were always sketching and doing art on the side or, or how, how was this a hobby? How did you uh, start getting really deep into it? I think uh, well, I, I, I did I did the whole art school thing. I I didn't finish. Um, I did the uh, art after um, school thing. Just uh, you know, took some jobs here and there. Um, at the same time, I was also I think as artist for me at least, um, like just uh, researching, um, storing these thoughts in my mind, finding ways. To, um, you know, things that made me aware of the world. Uh, it was something that I would sketch in my sketchbook. Um, and these are just like, as artists, you know, like a, and like a musician, you, you write down lyrics on the side. You know, you just like spend your whole uh, life just, you know, saving these ideas, right. stories. And then when, when the time is right, when, when, when it's ready, it comes out and it just comes out naturally. So, yeah. Um, um, it's a whole life. I, I just feel like it's a lifetime journey of collecting, uh, being like a sponge. That thing, a sponge, is absorbing all this knowledge of uh, information that is relevant to your uh, struggle, your truth, your your truth, uh, your passion, mm -hmm. and then uh, expressing it. And I think uh, with Instagram, with the site, it has allowed us to to uh, put it out there and, and share it. With with the world so i'm very grateful for that actually so. right that's beautiful i mean i i, I had a, a, tr a psychedelic trip that remind yeah. what your story reminded me of that i had a trip one time where i took a pretty big hold on there's a bunch of cars hold on hold on we're gonna just pause it all right sorry guys there's a bunch of little atvs running around in my neighborhood but as i was saying <laughs> I, I had a very similar psychedelic trip once maybe about four or five years ago i took some acid and i was Whenever I take acid, wow. I try to psychoanalyze myself. I lay down and I listen to music and I like to see what comes up. So it was yeah. pretty, it was coming on pretty strong. And I was laying on my couch meditating with my eyes closed and I could feel my mind or like my consciousness expand from outside of my mind. Wow. I could feel it like expanding <laughs> toward my body and then it spread out toward the couch, toward my living yeah. room, my home, my neighborhood. And eventually my consciousness engulfed the whole universe. And once it did wow. engulf the whole universe, it like collapsed and it became like a black hole and it became very, very tiny. And I got the sensation that this is what happened at the beginning of the universe. This is how God created everything. It was an awesome. infinitely small point, but it was pure consciousness. No, no language, pure nothing else, man. just pure consciousness. Oh, man. And God, I'd love to see a painting of that. Oh, you should make one. So, um, oh, man. so it was just God alone in this space. It was like empty, vast yeah. space and it was God alone and he was lonely. 
So what he did yeah. is he split himself up first one time and then twice, and then he split himself up into a billion and all probable causes. And that's what we are. Each of us is a part of yeah. God, and God uses us, each one of us, as a special window to look out into this universe. And like you were saying, we each God, internalize yeah. information and data and like a sponge, and then we internalize it and then create something new out of that, which is a brand new, unique expression that's very unique to you. And I think, I think that's why yeah. it's very important for people to create something, some type of art, something, because it's going to be very special and unique and no one else will create something. I mean, they might have a similar idea, but what you express and what you create, it's going to be a one of a, one of a kind thing that's special because of you through your, through your life and how you've, lived your life and all the things that you've learned. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's so well said, so well put, man. I Exactly. We all can, uh, we all are given this God-given opportunity to, to create, and and if, and if you put it down on paper or through your lyrics or however way you express yourself, it's going to be your own unique journey, your own world passion. It's, it's going to be beautiful. And you're leaving behind, the way I think of it is like we're leaving behind uh, these great, uh, uh, you know, pieces of art for generations to see and absorb. And, and maybe it'll, the light bulb will turn on for some people. You know? Right, wow, right. That, that makes sense to me. That's the feeling I'm getting when I'm looking at that piece of artwork or that song that I'm listening to. You know, certain songs just make you just stop, put your stuff down, and just, it's just like you were saying when you're taking that consciousness and like wow it's just so i think art has that power oh definitely and it's another way to become immortal because in a sense john lennon is not dead he's still alive his music's alive his ideas are still around but if someone doesn't create or leave anything then that's kind of it i've heard it said somewhere i think it's kind of an indian idea that you, you you only die when the last person who knows you remembers you so in a sense, you know, the Beatles will live forever because as long as they're in the consciousness of people, they are still alive in a sense. Wow. That is so true. That is so true. Yep. So Absolutely. Let, let me Absolutely. ask you this. So when you were young and doing art, what, what was the things that you would mostly draw? What were you really into drawing at first? You know, when I was really young, I, I, uh, I really liked, I really thought I was going to be an illustrator. Um, I thought I would be uh, designing... Uh, album covers, stuff like that, you know, just, I, I was really inspired by, um, the death metal scene, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. crazy, um, the music, the lyrics, not the lyrics, I'm, the lyrics as well as the, 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 uh, the artwork, the typography, just the themes, um, just the way the illustrators used to tell a story. Yeah. Um, I was inspired by the punk rock scene, uh, just, the, the do-it-yourself kind of attitude, you know, just. No, all hands-on work and not depending on anybody. Right. Um, in a way, that's what we are right now. We, we all have to stop depending on the system, you know, just get out of the system. Um, I always wanted to be, but, you know, illustration, arts, visual arts, you know, at the same time, try to balance, you know, making a living. Right. Um, but, yeah, illustration and uh, music scene, and eventually I moved on, moved on beyond that. Um, and yeah, just kept, you know, looking at new ideas to inspire me and, uh, yeah, so that's, and that's why I keep doing so, the journey still like that. Just keep, you know, absorbing. 
absorbing as much information and then hopefully put it out there. Okay, so you said you started off and you thought you were going to do maybe album covers and stuff. When did you transition and when did you find your voice of like saying, okay, now I know I want to create art to push back against the system and kind of like to show people the truth. When did you make that transition? What was it? I think um, the transition was definitely uh, when 9-11, I think when 9-11 hit. um, I did a few pieces when I was around that time about, uh, you know, what I thought wasn't, again, wasn't jiving, doesn't seem right. Uh, um, You know, you heard about the neocons and, and how they were making a story, giving us a narrative of having to go to the war, right, yeah. in Afghanistan after we, quote-unquote, were, you know, attacked by, you know, yeah. Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then we have and then been sending our troops over to Afghanistan for, what, 20 years? Yeah. And then just pillaging, destroying countries left and right. Um you know, just these horrors of what this past, you know, these administrations did, and that was inspiration to just, you know, I have to, this, we got to do something about this. You know, right. this, these are, you know, war is, is terrible when, you know, war is a crime. You know, when you kill innocent beings, you know. Um, right, I love that. I think any normal, sane human being would see um, anything about war and be like, wait, no, what are you doing? This has to stop. This is wrong. Uh, I remember whenever the, we first went back to, to Iraq to, uh, to, to drop bombs to like retaliate against 9-11, I yeah. was watching it yeah. on TV and I was like, what are we doing? What the fuck? Like, we have, we're spending all this money to go kill people in a different country. And I, I'm, I'm like, at the moment, I understood that it was 9-11 and I still had some kind of anger, but I didn't know what, was, what really happened. So I was like, wait a minute, I know they attacked us, but we're going to go and, and attack them? Like, what are we doing? We're going to start slapping each other back and forth? Like, this is not how humans are supposed to, like, solve problems. Like, like I just saw the ridiculousness of it. Like, we're sending yeah. helicopters and jets and bombs and all this firepower and all this money and energy to Wrong. destroy and to yeah. kill. Why? Like, aren't, aren't we, like, supposed to be, like, the most advanced civilization in all history? And we're still throwing rocks at each other. Like, and like, yeah. like I was saying, like for, for any human being to see something like that, the proper response should be, hey, this needs to stop. What can I do to help stop this? And sadly, in this world we live in, we have so many people indoctrinated through propaganda that they feel helpless. They feel like, I can't do anything. I'm just one person. What am I going to do that's going to help stop this? But no, like, no, this is why I love artists and people like you who are like, no, I see something and that it's wrong and I know how to do something. I have a skill myself. What can I do to use my skill to have a voice and to push back against this? And that's why, like, I love even, uh, any kind of artist I love, but uh, an artist who works with a pen and paper, it's like that saying, the pen is mightier than the sword. Like, a, a beautiful piece of art, a beautiful piece of art can make a person cry, can make a person change their mind, can make them see the world in a different place. But if that doesn't exist, then none of that happens. I don't know if you researched uh, Agenda 2020, there was one of the mm-hmm. goals that they wanted to do for the futures that they wanted to destroy art. They wanted to create to make uh, modern art and abstract art the main thing. Make it like devoid of meaning. Just make it like plain abstract art that doesn't really speak to a person. It's just like the I'm sh- I don't know what you would call it that type of art when it's just like splatters or like 
empty squares, like gray stuff, very dead. It yeah. reminds me of Russia. It's all gray and empty. And, and, and they, also, I think they, uh, speaking of that, Agenda 2020, I think, wasn't there funds that was going to go to, like, uh, art, but it, it's kind of like, we're going to give you funding to make art, but it's going to be, you can't have art, like you were saying, against the system. Right. It has to be, like, the Green New Deal art, yeah. you know, where they made art that uh, uh, showed the heroic, the heroic side of you know, people, you know, building train, you know, rail, railways, yeah. you know, train tracks, you know, just kind of like a, a propaganda art. Right, you know? yep. Uh, and there's a lot of funding for that now in, 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 in the arts world, you know, funding for murals. You know how, you know how murals, when they were, they weren't commercialized and you see graffiti in the streets and you love, I love the graffiti, right? Yeah. You love that. Yeah. And, and that's just a certain realness to it. And now, when you see it, it's like something happened within the past 10 years. I, I you know, visually, with that kind of art, it all of a sudden became commercialized and it's in everything now. Yeah. You know? And then it's it's taken the, the truthfulness of it and commercialized it. So, uh, because they can't have money, you mm -hmm. know, whoever's paying um, artists to do that. So, but, you know, yeah, Agenda 2020, yeah. Okay, so when, okay, so like when you said after 9-11, what was your first piece that you actually did it with in mind having that activist type of spirit? Yeah, um, I did a piece uh, right after that. Uh, it was a painting of uh, the four or five neocons, and they're just, uh, I don't have it with me here, but uh, I'll, at some point I'll put it on. Uh, it's it's a piece of you know the the four or five the the main um, uh, what do you call the leaders of of the of, of that um, neocons like was like Condoleezza Rice and I think I had uh, whoever else was on that Cheney remember Cheney and yeah uh, Wolfowitz and 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 uh, Douglas Spice so I, I had a this, is painting of them, and it was actually was it actually sold uh, last year. I had just sold it to uh, the person who bought it from me. Cool. So uh, and he liked it. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Right? Somebody who appreciates the, uh, the 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 information I'm trying to put out there. Uh, but uh, that was that was one piece I did over, around 2001, and uh, and it was, it was really cool. I, I liked that because I had it for many years, didn't sell, but it, it just spoke to me. You know, sometimes art just it's hard to let go. Definitely. Yeah, it's just hard to let go. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I just got a hold on it. It's, it's, it has more meaning to me. And that's another thing about art that, that people don't really realize. Art in and of itself, it doesn't do anything. Like a painting, you can't eat a painting or you can't use it as a tool. The only thing art is really there for is to inspire you or to move you or to cause an emotion inside of you. And it's priceless. Like, for example, the Mona Lisa, it doesn't really have a price. It's such a beautiful painting that... The commodity is what it what it causes the emotion in people, and what it it, it creates the thoughts that it creates in people. Right, right. So I mean, I think that's a yeah. Go I ahead, mean, that's sir. Hundred percent on the money. Yeah. When when did you, when did you first start selling your art? When was the first piece you sold? You know what? Um, I sold uh, that was actually one of my first ones in my truth series that I started. 
that I uh, sold. A, a lot of my work, um, I, I really do it for me. Um, it's kind of like something that I'm going to hold on to. Um, I, I try not to sell it as much as I, I wanted to uh, just have these paintings that reflect my story. Um, I think it's important for my journey. Um, as, as any artist, you know, you have your, your songs or your lyrics or your poetry. Um, I feel like at this point, this stage in my life, my true art project series is something that is going to keep building on what I started and just keep adding on as, as soft, so long as this is, these events keep happening, um, which will never stop, obviously. Right. Um, so the truth is, it's so, I mean, I, I feel like I'm, I'm driving myself towards just making the truth arts um, forever. Right. There's nothing going to stop me now. Yeah. Same. Like, I feel like sometimes I think, I wonder if there's ever going to be a day where I can stop doing what I'm doing in terms of like speaking the truth. I wonder if there's ever going to be a day when the world wakes up and it's like, we all figure out that we need to stop listening to the politicians and to all these people who, who manipulate us and actually turn the world into shit. Like, I hope, I, I, but I don't know, like you said, I don't think it'll ever end because I don't know if you're a spiritual person in terms of the Bible, but in the Bible, it says that mm -hmm. the world is going to get to such a point where it's so terrible that Jesus is going to have to come back and, and put it all in order. How, what, is, mm -hmm. what are your opinions in spirituality? Are you a spiritual person? I'm a spiritual person, yes. Um, and I, I feel that uh, it's a personal journey for me. And I think for me, it's, it's learned from reading many different um, and embracing many different religions, um, opening my mind up to it. I'm not dedicated to anyone, um, but to me, it's a, a, a spiritual, personal journey. So, and open to many, um, many unique, um, uh, yeah. Were you, were you always a spiritual that. person or was it like this true the type of moment where some, it was something that created that spark where you were like, where you started looking into it at trying to see and understand the world through this spiritual lens? Yeah, I couldn't really put a finger, um, finger on it. I, I just felt like, you know, I, when I was younger, I always felt something wasn't right. You know, like what we said earlier when I talked about um, having things that stuck out in my memory bank and uh, just historic, you know, something just didn't seem right. And, and that was my path to my spiritual truth journey, um, just collecting all these ideas that, you know, yeah, like evidence that uh, I stored and, yeah, and then just part of the way to finally figure a way to just let it out and then it's, it's been that journey, you know, and just reading books that helped me uh, make sense of things, too. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, what books would you say that really helped you understand? Um, I, I like Creature from the Jekyll Island a lot. Oh, yeah. Please give me a rundown what that one's about. Oh, man, I'm not done with that one. Um, it, it, it's just the, just the fact of you know how money, um, how how in 1913 um, the bankers went down to Jackals Island, um, and how they just formed the Federal Reserve. You know, um, 
and it was it was done in secrecy. Again, the whole secret thing, and everything is always done in secrecy um, behind the public. Um, and it's just it's deep, it's deep. The Federal Reserve. That's another that's another issue I want to tackle. Yeah. Um, that's another thing. There's so many for me uh, as a visual artist. There's so many um, directions I want to go to. I'm always should I talk? You know, should I go towards this? You know, I'm feeling I'm feeling like the chemtrails this week. Okay, this, this is killing me, man. God is just totally. They're, they're killing the skies, man. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, so there's so many angles for me um, each each time I make art. Yeah. Let me ask you this, since you're kind of mentioning Jekyll Island, have you tied it in with that whole other conspiracy theory about the Titanic? Oh, yeah, how the, uh, that does make sense, doesn't it? The, the, uh, the families who were in the Titanic, who were killed yeah yeah let me break it down so um jp morgan was the guy who kind of got the whole titanic thing to get started and what they were doing is yeah Yeah. for for years they had been trying to put the federal reserve it try to install it and they would always fail because the people and i think at the time uh, um i don't know who the politicians were at that time but they were opposed to it and they couldn't pass it because they understood that installing a federal reserve system would mean that they would have their money issued by a private entity so what J.P. Morgan did is he created the Titanic and he sensationalized it and made it seem like such a luxurious and such a privileged thing to travel on it that he got all the rich people at that time to be like, oh, okay, let's, let's go do this voyage. It's going to be fun. It's going to be once in a lifetime type of thing. And so they, they managed to get all the people who actually opposed the Federal Reserve to get on the boat. And they tricked them because at the last moment, uh, J.P. Morgan and all the other indru- industrialists who were pushing the Federal Reserve got off the boat, and they said, "Nah, we're not going to get on." And they left, and they knew they knew that they they knew that the ship was going to get sank because that was the whole goal. They wanted to get rid of the people who were going to oppose the system. And then that Christmas of that year, while everyone was celebrating, they sneaked this bill into law on Christmas Eve. While everyone was with their families, they snuck in the Federal Reserve, and that's how they fucking pulled it off. All the people who had the the, the millionaires who had the power and the voice, and and um, the ears of people to actually get them to not do the Federal Reserve were murdered, and that's how they they were in, able to implement it. And I, I think the way that they do these things is just like damn. How how do y'all not like try to put the pieces of the puzzle together? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like uh, like years later when I found out about. Um, the attack on Hiroshima, um, how they knew that it was going to happen. Um, but wanting to go into war, the U.S. wanted an excuse to go into war. So I guess they intercepted, uh, you know, you know that they were going to do this, like the Japanese were going to do this, right? Mm-hmm. And so what happened was they, they allowed their own troops to be on the island during the attack when they knew they were going to come. Yeah. And, I mean, it's... Oh, man. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think it's so fucked up. Like, when people question and think, you really think the government would do something like that to its people? And just look at history. Throughout all history, the dictators and the rulers always did whatever they wanted to free themselves for their own benefit. 
they don't. I mean, they, some of them. There were some good and humble kings, but the majority of them, to be a king, you know, the the personality types that that you need to be a king would be something. Someone who's ruthless, who 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 doesn't have that much compassion, who really wants and craves power. You know, that's the kind of people that rise to power. It's not the normal humble people who are just trying to help everyone. These people. Are, are, are really humble. They don't think, oh, I'm going to ascend into positions of power and put my influence over others to help. No, they just live their lives. They, they um, have their testimony. They live their lives in a certain way, and that's how they, have, they motivate and, and help others. And it's just like, you have to, people, you have to realize that the people who are in power and in control have certain personalities that put them there. And just question and analyze that. I think it's something like eighty six percent of CEOs are um, psychopaths. Like that's psychopath. Yeah, that's one of their main traits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just this, this this whole pandemic. There's so many psychopaths out there. All all the mayors. I mean, it's just they're all saying the same. They're they're all saying the same uh, script. Right. Uh, you got psychopaths to push this agenda, to push the poison, and people. The crazy thing is, people are buying it. You're still buying it, you mm-hmm. know. I'm just like, come on, man. It's been two years, so yeah, yeah. So it takes a lot to to do what to be skinless and do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that's that's part of what I'm I'm looking to, you know, when I when I make my art, it, it's got to, you know, that's that kind of people I I want to just, you know, through my art help expose and show. Um, so hopefully, you know, through my art, I can open people's minds up and you know, help them look at art in a different manner. Right. Uh, like instead of, you know, seeing, you know, nice paintings of a house, or, which is good, but maybe challenge their thinking, challenge their perception a little bit. You know, right. maybe things aren't the way things are told. Um, and then when, when you look at my art or other truthers' arts out there, you can be... You can stop on your track and go. Wait a minute, that that's pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, Mirror One, Mirror Five, Mirror One, I think. Mirror One, I think his name is. No, what is an it? artist? Mirror, I think his name is. He does some really good, some really deep, deep art. Um, so, I, artists, there's so many artists out there. I'm so proud to be part of this artist groups that are are, are using this moment in time and history to to speak the truth, right. you know. I think, I think what this has brought us for the past two years is is unified us, a lot of us to to take a moment and stop and and create and and speak our truth. For me, that's what's happened. Right, it's, right. This is giving more incentive, more more drive, and more purpose. Yeah. I gotta, and I think it, it I think it even forced people because like through the whole thing that happened these couple of years ago. People were forced to stay home. Like, you had to be home. You couldn't do anything else. And I think that was kind of a, how would I say, it, maybe in the past that would be a way that where you went away from society and you were on your own, kind of like the Indians have this um, ritual where they send a, a boy coming of age alone into the wilderness and he has to survive. And I kind of saw it like that because I, I, um, I never got COVID, but there was a time where I thought I had it. So I kind of secluded myself into, into a room and um, I had my TV, my Xbox, you know, I had my snacks and whatever. And it was okay. It was good for, like, the first two days. But after, like, the third day, I was like, man, this is boring. I need to do something. I, I want to go outside. I-, I-, I feel 
I feel claustrophobic in here. And, you know, I started drawing. Yeah. And, and I used to draw when I was little, but I, I hadn't in a while. And I drew some things. I wrote some poetry. You know, it, it forced me to create something, to do something. And I feel like a lot of people maybe had that. Maybe they had a passion, like maybe for, to write a book or to, to do some art or to play music. And they never did because they were always busy going to work, driving to work, um, having that anxiety of, of traffic and, and all that stuff. But, but now that you were forced and you had to be at home, you had the excuse to like to actually create some art and it, I'm, it pushed so many people to do art you know i'm like even muse i love muse the band and they created some some music during the pandemic and it's like wow it's like this kind of had to happen to get people to like yeah. shift their mind because if, if, if this wouldn't have happened i wonder what would have happened to the world i mean we we're already going down a terrible path after trump was taken out and you know, you could just see how they were forcing people to, to, to live more in their, their agenda. But I think it's a silver lining, this whole COVID thing, that, yeah, it did suck. And it, a lot of people probably passed away and it destroyed families or, or created families. But, you know, I think this is something that as terrible as it was for the world, this is going to be what, what, what gets people to actually wake up. It will. It will. And it's, it's ongoing. And... Um... And I think for some, this is the beginning for uh, their, their, you know, this is why I'm, well, this is my purpose now. I'm, I'm, this is no going back. Because um, for some people, they want to go back to normal. But for others like us, this is, this is our, 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 our lifelong um, passion to, to speak the truth. And however way you speak the truth, um, whether it's making art or, or putting out great content, uh, about what's going on, to inform others, to to awaken people, to to the truth, um, then this is a great time, and the momentum is there, and and all I can say is, you know, like I I listen to iPod that help. I try to get involved in this by making art and you know just doing my part, and um, and I, I hope it 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 uh, hope to continue. That's that's all I keep can do so yeah that's yeah. amazing brother i'm looking at one of your pieces right now it's called time to awake it's it's fucking dope um let me explain it for the listeners so we got like this weird dark kind of ap apocalyptic background with like thunder everywhere and you have the all-seeing eye kind of breaking through reality and it's weird because there's a brick wall and it kind of reminds me of my my podcast bricks in the wall so we have this single eye like the all-seeing eye breaking through the the sky of reality and there's like 5G towers everywhere. And then there's like uh, faceless people lined up. And some of them seems like, is that a QR code on their head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, that was the whole thing with, uh, you know, during this whole time of the, uh, you know, transitioning. Um, I, I started noticing um, that a popular thing now and I, I felt that um yeah they they just treat us like sheep man they just treat us like products you know and, and we're not products you know we're we're souls man we got souls you know and they want to part of that agenda again is to 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 make everybody little digital um you know digital uh holders so right. That's, that's basically what the piece is, um, controlling the masses, keeping them preoccupied uh, with the nonsense, um, 
and without without telling them to open up, you know, and, and then this guy's like trying to open them up, like, hey guys, open your minds up. This is right. this is uh you're you're being conned, you know, you're you're signing away your life, you're signing these contracts, you're signing away your your freedoms and but they allow it. You know, they allow themselves to be um to follow this path. Um so it's you know, at the same time it's it's kind of like the wait hey time to waken guys, but at the same time it's it's like, hey, if we don't open up, this is the reality that we're we're leading our lives into. This generation of being surveillanced, um, being uh, you know, population control. You know, that's that's uh, essentially what's going to happen. So, and it's it's uh, ongoing, and that's the crazy thing. It's like ongoing. That's the way I see it. It's not. It's you know, it's uh, yeah. So that's that was the piece. I yeah, love it. Let me, let me read the caption here for people. It says, um, a new art piece called Time to Awaken. Awake. It says, uh, mixed media about the global elite's agenda of eugenics and population reduction with the use of 5G surveillance and police state. Now, whenever you come up with a piece like this, do you already have a, uh, a, the picture in mind or do you jot down ideas or does it already kind of pop in your head like a finished product or how, how does... How does it work for for you when you paint something like this? It's a process of um, collecting, like you know, the ideas that I've stored in my memory, um, and then you know, this is this has a certain um, sketches that I've used. Uh, I set aside, and then I and then I just it, it just comes together once I get that, um, you know, once I start feeling it. And it just comes together, with, you know, with a lot of uh, sketches that I've had, and you know, and yeah, it's, each piece is different, I guess. Um, mm. And then there are things that uh, when I when I think I'm done, I have to go back and say, well, I can add this and this and this to make it more finished, or I can eliminate this and you know, make it more uh, of what I like. And then I guess the hardest thing for artists, any any artist, is to know when things are finished right like, that's what i always wonder about because you can keep on adding you can always make it better exactly i could like looking at it now i'm like well i can i can do something else to it or you know it's like nah it's just, mm-hmm. you just have to tell yourself okay this this is the i feel it i feel like this is where it ends and i'm i'm processing it and i look at it and i say yeah this is exactly um yeah this this makes sense to me wow and um and this is where where it's going to stop. And yeah, because if you add too much to it, then it becomes too cluttered, or it becomes too too much, or, or if you add not enough, and it becomes not. And it's, it's up. Each artist has their own vision. And uh, yeah, I respect every artist who makes truth art out there. I love it. I always uh, love their art. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm just so in love with the truth arts movement. That that's beautiful. That reminds me of something. Terrence McKenna said, do you know Terrence McKenna? I heard of that name, yes. Okay, uh, yes. so he Not- was like a big a psychonaut. He was really into mushrooms, but he was kind of like a philosopher. Oh. And one thing that always yes. stuck with me that he said about art, he said something along the lines like, if you really want to understand what's going on in this world, draw, L- learn to draw. Because once you learn to draw, there's a bunch of things that you start picking up. Like right now you were mentioning 
that you have to know when to let things go. You have to know when the art is finished, when you think you've put in enough work. And that's kind of like one of the things that you learn through mushrooms too is learning to let go. Another thing that he said that really stuck with me, he said, because once you learn how to paint, you train your eye. You, you, you learn how to really see things and how to really look at the details and how to look at the light and the shading and everything and to really analyze something and to look at it not just for what it is, but to see all the elements and everything that's making it look the way that it looks. So I think that's why I mean, art is like, it teaches you things that you think you're not learning, but you're picking up skills that are kind of like come with as you progress uh, in this skill. Yeah. Yeah, and I, it's, uh, it's, it's a wonderful um, journey, I think, making art that process. Um, you know, I can even have a moment where, you know, I start something and then, man, it's not, I, 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 felt, the, I felt it great when I started, but then, um, you know, I, didn't need, I needed to take a break from it and just walk away from it and then come back a week or two later and, oh, I see it differently now. You know, mm. I can... I can uh, I can add more things to it or, or rework it. Um, so we, we use any kind of, uh, I think artists, you know, they train yourselves to look at uh, every possible means to just continue that process of making art. You know, you can stop, you can come back to it, you can work till you finish, like spend 24 hours on one piece, mm -hmm. or you can want to, to finish a piece. But the, the reality is, um, it's a process, and that's, that's the beauty of it. Right. Uh, now I'm looking at another piece. It's, this one's really badass. It's called, um, I don't think it has a name, but it says, this is the caption. We are now faceless in an upside down world. Only nature makes sense. And can, can you explain it? Maybe you can give a better description of the, 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 this piece. Do you know which, which one is it? It says, uh, it's a, we're in, now in a faceless upside down world. And it's like a, a faceless human. And it has like a, like in its face, it has the moon and... Um, trees and there's like a, a a bird in front with eyes surrounding everywhere do you know which one i'm talking about um shoot. Uh, it's all right it's okay but anyways yeah, yeah dude like i'm looking at all your art right now and like I, I just wonder do you have like i know i already asked you but do you have the image in your head or you just start sketching and doodling i think with uh, each piece I may have um, an image in my head, yeah, and then you just start sketching. And then there's some pieces I just leave it as a sketch finish, and then some pieces I start as a sketch, and, and then you may work it a little bit more mm -hmm. um, to get this product. Um, I think um, it all depends on, on the mood. Um, and the, do I feel I, I was able to capture the essence of the meaning of what I'm trying to get out there? And, uh, and a lot of it is just, like back to what we were saying, like when is it finished? Um, I think it's 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 the artist having that knowing in your voice, you know, like knowing, yeah, this is this this captures everything that I want to convey to the public. You know, this is what I wanted to say. Right. Uh, it says everything that I feel about this topic, and mm -hmm. boom, you know, it's like I don't have to go back and do anything to it. So that's awesome. I see in yeah. a lot of them you incorporate the all-seeing eye. What is that? What does that all-seeing eye mean to you, or how would you interpret it to people? To me, an all-seeing eye is—I think it's been taken and misrepresented. Um, to me, it it re reflects us, the people, the population, to 
part of it is to see the truth. And you have to use your eyes to see the truth, not to absorb the lies that they tell you through media, through propaganda, through any means possible. So you really have to open your eyes and see beyond what they tell you. And um, it's up to you, the, the us, the people, to, to use our eyes to discern, to, to tell the truth. Um, and me as an artist and a lot of truth artists out there, we, I see us trying to, to, to use uh, ways to uh, you know, show the public, hey, this is, there's a lot of truth to this world that you have to open up to. Um, but to me, the eye is you, the, the viewer, the, the population. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Now I'm looking at a picture of you now here, and it says uh, lions, not sheep. Could you explain yeah. to us what that means? Well, that's the hat uh, that uh, my, I was gifted that by my daughter, actually. Okay. Um, and it's just, to me, it's just the way, you know, we have to stand up to uh, tyranny. Um, we have to be stronger as a lion and to not be, you know, to, to not be herded like sheep. You know, we need to stand up and in order for us to stop this crazy ty tyranny that's happening, um, we need to stand up. We need to all rise, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and we as artists, we're doing our part to help pass the, me uh, the message to the public. And um, yeah, that's that's basically what it means to me. We gotta we gotta rise up. Yeah, that's beautiful. I think that's yeah a very powerful message. Don't worry about waking up the sheep, the people who are like barely gonna understand it. Worry about waking yeah. up the people who are lions, so like or like people like you who who are artists or who play music or already have a skill. Because if you wake them up, they already have that skill and they can use it to amplify that that activist uh, spirit that they have inside of you. So let me ask you this. Is your daughter also uh, awakened, I'm sure? Yeah, man, I'm so proud to say as a proud dad. Heck yeah. Proud. I'm a proud dad. That's awesome. Deaf. And, uh, you know, um, I, I can say I influenced her a little bit. <laughs> no, actually, she, she took on her own path. She saw the BS all the way, you know. And, um, yeah, I'm proud. I'm proud of her. That's so. awesome because you know I have a daughter. I have a daughter. She's seven right now, and it's like okay. I want to teach her all these things, but like I'm not. I don't. I'm, I told myself I'm not going to talk to her about any of this stuff until she's at least fifteen or older, because I don't want to put all of this dark stuff in her head and like have her to see the world in a dark place. You know, I want to see her, her to see the beauty in it. And I slowly slip in things here and there that I kind of try to think about. Like one of the things that I kind of kind of really helped her understand that the news and the TV is fake. I would explain to her because she would, she she has a phone that I let her play with once in a while, and she found the weather app, and so she told me, "Hey, daddy, it's gonna be sad tomorrow. We're not gonna be able to play outside. It's gonna rain." And I told her, "Why do you say that?" And she said, "Oh, right here it says that tomorrow's gonna rain," and I said, "Yeah, it says that right now, um, but you have to realize that sometimes these things are not real, or sometimes they th tell you things on the news or on TV that don't really happen. So let's wait mm -hmm. till tomorrow and see if it rains." And the day comes and it doesn't even rain. It's a little cloudy, but it doesn't rain. And we played outside and everything. And I told her, do you see? Do you understand? Sometimes you're going to see and read things, but they are not the truth. You have to be able to like experience and see what's really happening to, to, to get a better sense of, of the real world. And she kind of thought about it. And she was like, oh, okay, so the news isn't always real. And I was like, exactly. 
And that's one little thing I hope that that little seed stays in her. And when she gets older, she understands to like not just accept the media or the propaganda or, or whatever they're telling you on the TV, but to question and to like see for yourself what the truth is. You know what? I just saw a vision of what you were just saying there that I might use for one of my pieces. That was beautiful. Okay. Do that it. Was, do it, I, I love what you said and very powerful. That yeah, take wonderful. it. Take it and make your own piece, brother, whatever. And, and see, this is why I like having these conversations because, you know, there's, I'm not trying to, put, like, I, I haven't written any, anything that I want to say specifically, but, like, when these conversations happen and they unfold, I'll say something, like, like you were saying earlier, somebody says or creates a piece of art or, or mentions something that, that you take and you're like, oh, okay, interesting, hmm, I can do something with that. And, like, you're going to create a piece now and, like, maybe it speaks to somebody else and that's how this kind of whole thing works. It's, we're connecting with each other, finding the others and, like, speaking out about this thing, which is essentially just the truth. Yeah, exactly. Um, through Instagram, I've, I've been able to connect with so many truthers that I felt um, are on the same path, and and I'm learning so much from um, everyone that I I follow. Um, so it's giving me a lot of um, more 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 um, more ideas to um, to tackle, and uh, it, it, it's it's great. You know, it's it's great for me as an artist to to uh, to connect with like-minded people um, on Instagram. So it's been a blessing. Yeah, definitely, brother. Okay, so now as we come to a close, I like to ask everyone. I mean, you already, I think, through your art, you're changing the world. But what's a piece of advice you could give to people who who maybe want to start a hobby or, or a piece of information to give people to maybe see the world in a different place or to take action and speak out against this oppressive force? Um, wow. Well, uh, at least from the visual arts uh, end of things, I would say, uh, you know, sometimes there's so much negativity out there, um, so many uh, saying the same thing over and over. Uh, it's just... It's just a, a good thing to do is just to turn off all that junk and, and like I said, just go play a sport, um, go pick a basketball, just like be, be ourselves again before all this stuff happens. And, 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 and when people see you smiling and meeting other people, you know, just doing what you love to do in public or, or definitely don't wear a mask out there, man. Just be yourself and, and start smiling. Just kind of becoming more human again, uh, whether it's, uh, and pick up a, a sport or pick up a you know sketch pad and and just start sketching if you see anything a bird or something that makes you smile again you know we all need to be humans again i feel like these past two years they try to take the human out of us oh yeah and we, we need to re rehumanize ourselves or whatever just be human again right. and, and, and simple things it's like walking if you're walking a dog just smile at people you know hi you know just, being human again instead of being afraid of being humans again. You know, right, yeah. I'm just like we've, we've been we've been told so often that oh people are dangerous. You know, people are oh no 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 no. Come on, come on, just be be yourself the way you were before all the BS started. And and, and little by little, take little steps. If you if you see something that you want to make, just make it, create it, put a smile on the face because you might be putting a smile on other people's faces. And, and little by little, we'll start changing. We'll start, we'll start deflecting that negative energy into positive 
you know, a positive way for us to express our, our art, our music, our lifestyle, because part of what they can't do is stop us from smiling, stop us from being human. But that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So just be ourselves in public, show our art, Instagram, um, anything, um, anything other than fear. I love it. I love it, brother. You hear that? People do something. Gain back your attention and stop giving it away to TV, to your phone, to media, and even to this podcast. Turn it off after this and pick up a pen and go do something. Be in this realm. Be in the world. Like Separate yourself from this propaganda that's just trying to steal your attention. Right on. All right, brother. That was beautiful. I love talking to you. And um, once you do do that piece, um, let, let's talk again. Um, do you do you ever have yeah. like your art in like a gallery or anything? You know what? Um, part of my eventually, part of my goal eventually is to to put this somewhere so people can see it in real person. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm open to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, when I do get to that point, I'll definitely let you know about it okay. and um, I'd love to uh, 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 you know what I have one the piece that you talked about earlier uh-huh. um, I actually have some copies of that I'm gonna send you one. Oh yeah hell yeah cool yeah the one with um, time to awake so, dude I love that one yeah give me your uh, information afterwards and then I'll send it to you hell yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm if you let me I'm gonna I want to use that for this episode like as a cover Okay, yeah, definitely. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I love it, brother. All right, so um, if, you, if the people want to reach you or follow you or maybe send you a request for your painting, where can they reach you? Um, they can just go to the Truth Arts Project and they, they can just um, uh, reach out to me, mm-hmm. um, message me. Do you have anything else you want to put out? Like, do you have a TikTok or anything else that you want to put out? No, I, I'm just uh, totally focused on the Instagram Truth Arts Project. Uh, page right now cool 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 so, all right people so yeah. go follow him man he has some dope as art i'm telling you it's gonna speak to you it's gonna you're gonna look at some of these pieces and you're gonna be like right on right on like it doesn't some of them do have words but the ones that don't like they, they just have like to me the symbolic kind of occult not occult in a bad way but hidden type of messages that if you understand the symbolism you'll be like holy shit there's a whole message in here and uh yeah, i'm just right scanning on. through them right now and he has one that says wake the fuck up and like it's people wearing masks and they're kind of like on their phones, not paying attention. And this guy who's holding the sign that says, wake the fuck up. He kind of looks like the universe. Like he's all black with stars in it. That's what, that's what the message I'm getting. But yeah. Man. Yeah. You call you and, and, and then you're still stuck in that 3d reality, man. Right, brother. All right. So this was a great episode, brother. Um, thanks for coming on Arturo. All of y'all, please go check out his art and like him and, and ask him if you want to buy some, because uh, th- this is some cool shit, and that's what we need to do more of, more art. So thank you, Art Arturo. You get it? Thank you. Thank no, you. But, I appreciate it, buddy. But do you know your name starts with Art, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've always been told that. To remind us. I appreciate it. All right, Art. So thank you. I'm going to play off, off with this song that I thought about while we were talking. It's called um, Punk Rock by Mogwai. I'm going to play it. It's about three minutes, two, min- two minutes long. And stay with me, and then we're going to talk off so I can give you my information and stuff, and then uh, we'll go from there. So thank you again, Arturo, and everybody. Know yourself, improve thyself, find the others, and then you'll know what to do.
punk rock is a word used by dilettantes. And, uh, and, uh, heartless manipulators about music that takes up the energies and the bodies and the hearts and the souls and the time and the minds of young men who give what they have to it and give everything they have to it. And it's a, it's a term that's based on contempt term is based in fashion, style, elitism, Satanism, and everything that's rotten about rock and roll. The, the I don't know Johnny Rotten, but, but I'm, sure, I'm sure he puts as much blood and sweat into what he does as Sigma Freud did. You see, what, what sounds to you like a big load of trashy old noise... fact, the brilliant music of a genius, myself, and that music is so powerful that it's quite beyond my control, and uh, when I'm in the grips of it, I don't feel pleasure and I don't feel pain, I just physically or emotionally, do you understand what I'm talking about? Have you ever...